What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the P1N podcast, you know, under the Panthers Nation Network. So, it's so today, last week it was me and Jack. This week, it's me and Tyler, two man, two man group. Tyler, how you been? Been good, you know. Uh, starting off three zero is a huge start for the Panthers. Not something we would have expected um, coming in this year, I don't think. But um, now that we're here, just excited to keep it rolling. How about you? Oh man, look, I'm excited, bro. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Same as you. You know, when we did our our our, our, um, our, our season predictions a few a few months a couple months ago, I know me and you we, we were probably the harshest as far as how we thought this schedule would what, what, what turn out. But it's been a pleasant surprise, to say the least. Sam Darnold's been pressing me th- thus far. I can't really complain. I mean, I thought I would see some things that would make me you know cause for pause. But since the preseason, he's hit his stride during the regular season. So I can't you know I can't I can't knock anything about it. But I'm happy with the team and and, and their progress thus far. Definitely, yeah, and I think us as Panthers fans, we're always skeptical, and we're always like, "All right, well, let's, let's pump the brakes. Hold on, we got to see what what they messed up next, and what's what, what are we going to mess up next week?" But um, so far, we haven't done that yet, and we're still rolling. And um, you know, we're, we're on to the next one now after that Thursday night game, um, you know, against the Texans, which is why why we're here really to recap that game. So um, just from um, you know an overview, what were your thoughts on the game, just from a uh, general standpoint here? Over, uh, just general standpoint, without going into the, without going in, into too much detail, Sam Donald, he he earned the right to be my quarterback after that game. That was the type of game where you know McCaffrey went out early, he had to make plays. I mean, and, and, are the Texans a great team? No, but they, they're a team that competed well against Cleveland the week before. So I won't not so, so, so I won't take anything away, away from them. Sam Darnold elevated his play when, when when it was needed, and so I'll give credit where credit is due. He impressed me. He he showed me some things. I see him getting more confident as the weeks have gone by, and that's and that's all I can really ask for. I wanted to see how he would progress, and he's done that thus far. How about you, man? Yeah, that was that was the real selling point with Darnold. I think we found our franchise quarterback. I texted that in the chat. Um, in our group chat right after the Thursday night game. And um, no, it wasn't just a, an emotional text uh, after a, a, a win. I, I mean, it. I think, I think Darnold is the man um, for the future. I think we found our franchise quarterback. Um, you know, there's obviously still a lot of, a lot to learn about him, a lot to see, but I think we're doing a good job coordinating um, within what he can do. We're giving him advantageous positions and we're putting him in the right spots to win. We're not making him do um, some of the things he he struggles with, like the all, the, the defensive um, uh, strategy against Darnold for everybody in the league is always to send pressure because he struggles against pressure uh, when he can't move out of the pocket and he has guys running down his face. So the beautiful thing about what we've been doing on offense, we have these checkdowns, we have these quick passes available for Darnold, so he has an out right away once we see pressure. Um, making him comfortable in situations where we know the defense is bringing pressure has been what I've seen change the most from him going from the Jets to the Panthers now. And I think um, with the weapons he has around him, like we talked about, McCaffrey, which we'll see um, what happens with him and it's great. But uh, the receiving group obviously looking great. Um but, you know, really confident in Darwin going forward. He's going to have some bad weeks. Um, I'm sure in the next few weeks he's going to lay, lay an A and people are all – Panthers Twitter is going to be questioning it. Yeah. So we'll be fine. I, I stop. So, but at the end of the day, I believe that trading that second-round pick uh, for Sam Darwin was a huge steal, especially considering, you know, looking at these rookie quarterbacks, of course it's early, but combined yeah. they are 1-10. 
the first round picks yeah. at quarterback. Ten. And these are guys that you know. I mean, I just for example, just because you know, I, you know, I love to pick on this guy in particular. But Matt Jones, for example, a guy that was pegged as the most NFL-ready quarterback coming out of that class, has struggled with a team that has in New England that they improved every position group on their offense. They they went out and they 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 added receivers, they added tight ends, they had running backs that they, that they thought they were that they were good enough to go to go into the season with. So so they didn't make any additions there. But even even he's seeing even he's seeing some struggles. And I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I you know. I'm I'm happy with Sam Darnold. I probably still would have loved to have gotten Justin Fields if that were to, if that were to be the case. But I'm happy where I'm at. I'm not I'm not really looking over my shoulder thinking, oh, what could have been? Because Sam Darnold to this point has got it has won all three games he's played. And he's played good football in every single one. And and, and to speak on to what you said about the, the coaching staff tailoring things that had not to not to not make him do things that he does that he doesn't do well. And you know, and again, when pressure's coming. Having the check downs ready for him, I think I, I got to give credit to Joe Brady, man. I, I, you know, we we were hard on him, we were hard on him last year. There's just some things that I wish he could, I, that he could, he still can improve upon. But considering the, the the beating he got, he took from us last year, I, I will have to get, I do have to give him credit and say, look, it, they do seem to have learned from what their mistakes were last year. And so, with, 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 with that being said, you know, again, kudos kudos to him and Matt Rule. For recognizing what, what what they what they couldn't do, I mean, and also last year's fit may have not it, it, it just last year's team just, it just may not have been a bit a good fit because Teddy Bridgewater and Denver has seemed to provide some stability for for a talented group over there, and so I think maybe it was just just wasn't it just, just wasn't the right fit, and again, it, you know, good job of the front office to recognize that it wasn't going to work and to move off of it, and like you said. Trey really just nickels and pennies to get to get to bring in Sam Darnold and have a guy that could potentially be your franchise. That's right, and you know what I said about quarterbacks. That's not to say any of them aren't going to work out. But the the big ideal the ideal situation with training with Sam Darnold is we know that Tepper and the organization wants to win. They don't want to be patient and you know completely blow this thing up and rebuild. Well, now we get a quarterback who's who's played in the NFL. He's seen some of these. Um, defenses that these rookies now are just seeing and he's you know able to fit in an offense where the the scheme and everything is adapted around him so he can play at his best and to really hide um, some of his negatives which I think we're doing a great job of like we talked about so real excited when it comes to that standpoint but uh you know during that game Thursday I was you know I was a little bit worried when McCaffrey went down because for a for a good quarter there after his injury, the whole team kind of self-destructed, offense and defense, uh, yeah. kind of was lost there. And almost um, they, they let the Texans come yeah. right back to the game. So um, we'll see what happens with McCaffrey's injury when he comes back. They can like three to four weeks with the hamstring, um, but you never know. You really do never know. So uh, we'll see. But um, for in the meantime, Chuba Hubbard, Royce Freeman, what do you think about the rest of our backs? Uh, you know, I, you know, the first thing I thought about when Chuba Hubbard was inserted, was inserted into the game. And after a couple, I think he, I think he dropped the screen pass earlier before McCaffrey went out. And I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, I, I just kept thinking about your draft analysis on Chuba. I'm like, bro, I was like, uh, can this work? Can he get it done? Then as the second half went along, he started to find his rhythm. And I, I, I think he's, he's physically capable. I think that's one thing we, we do understand. He is physically capable. Now there's, a lot of my, a lot of the big, the biggest issues for me is going to be, can he? I mean, can he be an every down back now? Because I mean, he's getting, he's getting pushed more into, more so into that role because you know, I'm, I'm you know, with Rush Freeman, with Rush Freeman, there, how many touches are, are 
it will roughly will Freeman get per game? You know, because it, because he is newer to newer to the offense. I mean, they're going to be looking to hand. They're going to be looking to give Chuba a lot of touches. And I mean, I, I will say it, it worries me because I saw how much it, how much how much easier McCaffrey made life for for, for Sam Darnold. And for now, now we're you know starting a rookie. What are the expectations now? You know, I mean, I, I mean, could do we? I mean, are we expecting Sam Darnold to? To not be, you know, to be able to elevate all of the all of the talent around him, even though he has he's got great weapons, he still has great weapons and, and, and on on the receiving end. So it doesn't, it's not that he don't necessarily have to, you know, elevate the talent, but can he sustain what we what what's left of the group? And so that I, I'm worried about that because because against Dallas, against a high powered offense, they're going to be tested to see if they can put up points. Can they can they match score for score? And this is going to be a good test for 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 this team this uh, this upcoming week. Definitely, and uh, it's one I'm worried about. We'll see if Dallas play uh, tomorrow night against the Eagles. But other than that, they've uh, they've really been rolling here um, when it comes to you know their defense is doing. You know they're kind of following that Chiefs model where they put up the points and their defense just does all they can. And their defense is really starting to come together um, as a unit and able to hang on. And we know what they can do on offense, but you know just looking at our backfield, um, a lot of guys with you know still a lot to prove chuba hover like you said physically capable you know he hasn't played much in the nfl and he hasn't been efficient with when he has he hasn't been efficient with his carries um neither with his catches and royce freeman uh somebody who i would like to see the workload increase a little bit for him because um you know in that that fourth of one um right after mccaffrey got injured um, I would have liked to see uh, Royce Freeman in for that yeah. when Chuba Hubbard got the handoff and got stuffed. So um, he's somebody I, I hope they mix in along with, you know, who we'll see if somebody else gets in the mix here with McCaffrey down. But, um, you know, speaking of injuries, we saw JC Horn go down with a broken foot. Um, that was just, you know, that was after McCaffrey. Yeah. And at that point, it was just a gut-wrenching feeling, you know, knowing that two of your best players uh, are potentially down for a little bit, which, um, you hate to see. You hate to see, especially after J.C. Horn started off so hot his rookie year, and then you just hate to see it. So um, going forward, I know there's talks about uh, sign, us signing some other corners um, off off the waiver wire or off the free agents list. Um, how do you feel about our corner position now going forward? Oof. You know, you know the, the, the bright side about it is that A.J. Bouye is coming back. That's the bright side. So we still have a veteran presence that's gonna that's gonna replace. You know, we had we had we had a we had a, a flashing rookie who so early that he's got that he's got all the physical tools to be able to play in this game, and he and he played well. I mean, teams weren't targeting him nearly. I mean, teams just did not go weren't going his way. I knew that that was gonna that was gonna change as the weeks went by. But at the times we saw the ball go, go come his way, he made play. So I mean. You know, seeing AJ Bouye come in, you, you one thing you all we can hope for is that AJ Bouye is still a service is still a serviceable pro, which which I believe, which I believe he is. I believe he'll come in, he'll stabilize that cornerback position and keep and, and keep and keep it afloat. Now it's just now my worries is my, my worries kind of lie within what do we do as far as with the nickel package because you know JC did see a lot of snaps in the in in the slot and I you know and, and, and in my mind I want to have the best guys on the field. Every position, you know, I I don't, I don't want to have to play a guy like Rashawn Melvin, who is a veteran, but again, not a guy that you, not not a guy that you think of and say, oh yeah, he'll go, he'll go make a play on the football, he'll be aggressive in coverage. Even in the times I saw Rashawn Melvin play this past this past week against the Texans, soft in coverage, mind you, that's probably mind you, that's that's, that's part of the scheme, but I kind of, I just don't have the confidence that we can play a full season with 
just Rashawn with Rashawn Melvin in the slot and no and 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 no other boundary corner. You know, I, I mean, I, we, obviously we said we, the, the biggest name that flashed up as far as uh for potential free agent signings was Richard Sherman. I would love to bring him in because he brings that physical presence for us. But I do think I mean I, it's kind of a wait and see. You know, I, I think after Dallas, you'll see where you're where you stack up as far as your, your, as far as your secondary and the best receiving cores in football. So. This will be a big test all the way through for for this team. Yeah, it's a huge test. And, you know, one that I'm not very confident in, to be honest, even though we're 3-0, we know how how good Dallas can be and how, you know, they've really proved themselves so far this season, you know, playing – in, in, you know, close game against the Chargers last week. But, you know, this is I – mean, it's a tough week not to have J.C. Horn. Uh, you know, it's, it's a real tough week. Um, but overall, it's just uh, – you know, you hope they, they can fight through a win. You know, no matter how the game goes, we're going to have to lose at some point. This is a yeah. group of young players, a uh, new team that's, you know, coming off hot. They, they're on the top of the world right now, but they have to learn how to lose. They have to learn how to, you know, fight through a hard game here. So um, it'll be good for us either way, no matter what happens in the Dallas game. A win would be uh, very I would be ecstatic about it. it I would, would be, I would be ecstatic about a win. I would – my vision of the team would change completely. Um, right now, you know, a couple of weeks into the season, I think we can push for one of those wild card spots um, where we stand right now. This week's going to tell us a lot. If we win this week, um, you know, the sky's the limit. If we win this week, the, the sky's the limit with this team. If we lose, um, depending on how it goes, we're going to have to reevaluate some things. But I still think we have a good shot um, if we can continue playing like we can to make the, that wild card spot. Um, but that's that's the topic for down the road. Um, but, um, you know, just uh, some other notes from the game. Uh, Joey Sly. Still contributing to the Panthers. Hey, look, man, I I, I gotta love a Panther for life, man. Pa- Panther for life, Joey Sly came through for came through for us when we needed him too. Hey, look, man, I'm glad. You know what? I'll give Joey Sly this. The boy's consistent. He'll consistently miss those kicks no matter who he plays for. And you know what, man? I I got I got to apply consistency, man. I got I got got, got stuff blocked. Yeah, as weird as our kicking situation is, that was just very fitting for how everything has gone this season with our whole kicker situation, which is uh, one of the biggest weakness with our weaknesses of our team right now. Oh um, my God, yeah. So, you know, as we get into some of these closer games, we hope that we can get that figured out. But, um, but yeah, speaking of weaknesses, offensive line, how are you feeling? I know we always have to get our offensive line update week by week. Um, that's never something we can pass up on. So, I mean, how do you feel about, you know, the group that they, we kind of put together this week? This week, uh, Sam Donald was set three times, uh, loss of 14 yards. I saw him get crunched a few times, making some making some contested throws. And it just again, it, it, it it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It is you no know, though the three and start has been great to watch and it's and it's gotten me excited. I just have to keep coming to the realization that at some point, it's all it, at, at some point I hate to be this way, but it's gonna all come crashing down because it's all for the line cannot protect against the weak that no matter whether it's the weakest group no matter whether it's even the weakest group or the strongest group they just they're consistent in not being able to protect them no no matter who's in front of them so i just i just know that you know to be a playoff team we could possibly be a playoff team just just because of the amount of playoff seeds that are available now but just to have a realistic shot at winning anything is just I, I i know it's not that even with as great as our defense play 
with as great as our weapons are on offense, it's just it's just not realistic for us to make a real push because our offensive line is just that weak. And I mean, and, and nothing changed for me. You know, nothing, nothing's changed. Yeah, it's uh, starting to get to that point. We saw last week. I couldn't get on last week and talk, but we uh, rolled Brady Christensen out there. Um, you know, last week. Um, and he uh, he struggled. He struggled against that Saints D line, who you know very good group of uh, of guys. But he did struggle. Uh, led to him not getting the start this week. But you know he's a guy that I really want to see them get in there. Like I've said a lot on here, but um, but I don't know if it's the right time. Cam Irving is just he's just scaring me being at left tackle. Like he's gonna get torn apart. It's just a matter of time before he really just gives things up for us and. Um, yeah, it's, it's just not a great group overall. I don't feel good about any of them other than Taylor Moan. Uh, the rest yeah. of the group, that's something that when, as we get into the off season, that's going to be something we talk about, um, addressing. But, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so today, you know, we were off with the Panthers. Did you get a chance to, you know, enjoy your Sunday and watch any other games? I enjoyed my. I, I did. I did. I, I watched. I, I, I was watching here and there. I was kind of spotty. I, I was. I was a little. I was. Out, I was out and about today. I kind of want to enjoy a day of not having to be as dialed in. The only game I really watched, I really tuned into, was the Tampa Bay and Los Angeles Rams. That game in particular, I, I tuned into because Brady's on my fantasy team. It's kind of, kind of a you know, kind of foot of interest for me because you know I, I I need Brady to put up points to get to give me the win. But on the other side. I am not disappointed when, when, when he loses, but that that game in particular, Matt Stafford in that group, I I may have uh, been uh, may have been wrong in some of my assessments of, of Matthew Stafford. Uh, <laughs> hey man, hey man, uh, wonders the, the the wonders of coaching, man. The one the wonders of what a great staff can do for can do for a talented quarterback, and he has he's done nothing but meet the meet the expectation level of what they have for him when they make the trade. It's been it's been worth it. He he is he is a guy that is, you know, a guy that can throw for five thousand yards if you need if you need him to. A guy that can throw for fifty touchdown passes if you if you need him to. And he's controlling and he's got his he's got his pulse on that offense. Him and Sean Matt Bay, that may be the match made in heaven for every, every, as far as quarterback and coach because now Matt Bay has a guy that's physically capable of doing all the things that golf could golf just couldn't do. Not that golf was an awful quarterback because Golf wasn't. It's just he's just not that. And you know, and you you just see the difference in guys that are that are good, they complement talent, and the guys that kind of can make the talent and, and can and 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 they they are the talent. They the thing everything can revolve around them, and they can make it all happen. And I think now him being in the system and, and with a franchise now that's just well run, a franchise that understands how to put understands how to how to put the best players on the field, understands how to draft, how to go out and sign free agents. They. He's just got into a great situation, and they are a true contender. So uh, thus far, I mean, they, they, I mean, they're a team that gave the the Bucks trouble last year as well. So no surprises that they put out a great performance today. To, you know, this is no. I, I'm just not surprised. Definitely, and uh, he's somebody that McVay is really you know getting all out of him that he can at this point in his career, and you know he's bringing out the best also in Deshaun Jackson. Their skill sets go together so well. Uh, Deshaun Jackson actually looks like the deep threat that he deep threat that he was, you know, back in his prime, um, even though he's still not in his prime. Uh, but Stafford's really getting the most out of him there, just airing it out. And it's fun to watch Stafford just uncork a deep ball, um, you know, left and right all over the field. So, you know, seeing what they can do, they're going to be a team that is, you know, 
very firmly in that playoff um, contention here, um, as long with the rest of that division as you know, that's, it's going to be a dogfight for who wins that division um, over in the NFC West. But, uh, but yeah, no Stafford, um, you know, that trade is, it looks hundred percent worth it for them. So oh, yeah. the, uh, the thing around the league was that the rumor was that we had offered uh, the eighth overall pick for Stafford and uh, you know, Donald's look great. And so is Stafford. Yeah. So how do you feel, how do you feel now in hindsight that we ended up, not being able to get Stafford for that eighth pick. We still made the right choice. Just because he looks great with with with, with Sean with Sean McVay and that offense, they they were a team that's ready to contend. Even though you know we even though Darnold's look great, we're not a contending team. We we still we, we understand that our offensive line is a huge hindrance. And what different? And and not that he will not that you know Stafford couldn't have had success here because because of the weapons that we have and because of how Darnold's having success. I am fully aware that Stafford Club has success, but imagine trading for a 33-year-old rather than a 24-year-old. I and it's just the wind, the wind, the window opportunity just isn't as large with with with, uh, with Matthew Stafford. They uh, the, the Rams understand that they've gone all in. They 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 spent big money at corner, defensive line, wide receiver. They've done everything to go win Super Bowl right now. We've done everything to just say, you know, we're trying to compete. We're trying to work our way to that to that position we haven't given up big money to any to anybody just you know to anybody uh just yet not 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 in any other position besides you know besides christian mccaffrey's besides christian mccaffrey's contract and taylor moton we have we haven't spent a whole bunch of money everywhere so, hence why yeah. we hence why we have some of the most cash space in the league so i think the Patriots made the right choice i think you know we should be happy with what with what we have i think everybody I think everybody won their prospective trades that they got out of the quarterback market yeah, I, th- I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't have any other way. I would agree 100%. Uh, we're a team that's, you know, as a core, we're not ready to compete. We're not ready to go in that Super Bowl run just yet. No matter what happens, we're not we're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, if this gets quoted and, I, and I'm wrong, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to the Super Bowl this year. So, you know, having that, that – Bigger window with Darnold for a younger team. I think it was just perfect, um, allowing us to still get J.C. Horn and use that second-round pick on Darnold. Um, I think just worked out just fine. I think the trade with the Rams worked out just fine for them. And I think for the Lions, you know, you know Jared Goff's out there just slinging it. He's uh, playing as loose as ever, and I, you know, they're, they're looking look, good too. Yeah. Look, how they've lost some of their games. You can't look. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just unfortunate, bro. I can't – you know, if you're a Lions fan, you – you can be upset because it's just the life you chose to live as a as a Lions fan, but a sixty six yard field goal to win to to lose it. I mean, bro, I, you can't make this up. How do you convert a fourth and nineteen gets converted and they kick a sixty six yard field goal? That's not supposed to happen on, under any circumstance. Neither play was supposed to happen. So I mean, look, Jared Goff has played well. He he's he's he, that team is competing. They are just. I don't watch Lions football, so I, I couldn't tell you what all is wrong with that team. But just, <laughs> damn, you know, maybe you, God, maybe you should just probably do right by Calvin Johnson next time. And, and yeah. Just something, like something. I mean, because good lord, they, 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 that, that franchise just may be cursed. I think you know, I think we, we've been some of them. I think we're a snake bitten franchise too at times, but that one is, uh, oh, that's a little bit more dramatic over there. Oh yeah, definitely. That that's a tough one over there. But, um, you know, looking at things more on a Panthers side of view, we talked about the Cowboys game upcoming. You know, we got we got 10 days off now since we played on that Thursday. And I got that under our belts. So 10 days off. 
and then we're going to play the Cowboys. So um, we talked about it a little bit, but what are your, how do you feel about us matching up with them um, at this point in the season? At this point, you know, I think, I think the three and start is it, gassed up everyone to think that we, like, I, you know, I know Panther fans are upset because we haven't been give, given credit for the wins that we've gotten. And we should be giving credit for the wins that, that we've gotten because if we would have lost any of them, then we would have been looked, then we would have been looked down upon, but I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at our, our, our secondary and, and maybe just our defense in general and just saying, look, you haven't seen a quarterback like this year. You know, you've beaten up on the Zach Wilson's who's, who's playing behind a bad offensive line. A, a, a Jameis Winston, which is, who, who in every win, that it, who in, in the two wins that they've gotten has passed for, I think under 150 yards in both, in both wins. So, I, I don't really know what to make of that. You played against Davis Mills. You're playing against that Prescott, a guy who I think is a top ten quarterback in, the, in, in, in this game. I got it. I got it. I got it. I know that can put the ball everywhere around the field against receivers like Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. You're gonna get everything that you've been asking for in this game. And I just up front, obviously, I think I know we can we can get after the passer. But I just think that what they can provide on the what they, what they can provide on the outside is going to be too much, and if they're able to balance that game out, and Tony Pollard is is, is, is is able to have success running running the football early, I just I see us playing from behind in that game for for pretty much the entire way. I know we haven't trailed yet this season. That game, I can see us trailing and it's not being able to climb back into. It. I can see it being like a you know like a ten point differential. That, that sounds about right. Uh, you know, I think we're always going to be in it no matter who we're playing this year. I think we're always going to be playing tight ones. Um, compared Comparatively to the, the Cowboys, it's, it's an offense that can really make things out of hand for your team. And with us starting, you know, A.J. Boye coming off this, you know, not being able to play uh, for a little bit, might be interesting going against, you know, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. And Dak, like you said, we haven't faced a quarterback like Dak. We got our wins against Davis Mills, Jameis Winston, and uh, Zach Wilson. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Darnold can, you know, how he can answer Dak in some of the, um, the scoring possessions. So if I'm if I'm you know drawing up a game plan for this game, we got to go toe for toe with them on every drive. We got to match their points. So you don't want to get into a shootout. So we slow down the ball, you know control, which makes it really tough because we don't have McCaffrey. This would be a great week to have him so we can slow the game down, um, keep the ball on our side of the field, keep don't give Dak the chance to score. Um, but, you know, as much as we can slow the game down, that'll be great. Um, but really just limiting the big plays with them, taking away, you know, CeeDee Lamb if, or, or Amari Cooper, one of the two. Uh, you can't let them beat us. Um, can't let can't let those two go off against us, especially without J.C. Horn. So if we can eliminate one of them, we got to. Um, but it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be, a, like I said earlier, a very telling game in our um, – in our season, because if we if we come out with a win on against this team, a team in Dallas Cowboys that I have a lot of respect for and think that they are the best team in that division, um, I would feel really good about um, ourselves moving forward. If not, we might have to reevaluate how we feel about these guys. But um, you know, if I had to give a score prediction, I think I think it'll it's going to be a high scoring affair. You know, the Cowboys defense is um, you know a lot worse than their offense, and um, our defense is still young hasn't played the quarterback um, like Dak Prescott. So that's something I'm watching for this week. But, um, you know, if a score prediction, I guess I'll go. 
I'll go. I'll go thirty-one twenty-four. We we lose. We we but me and you we all be on the same page. My my final score prediction is uh, Dallas thirty-four twenty-four. Got Dallas winning by that Dallas, Dallas by ten. I just think I I, I it's just one of those games where I just I just think that we. We're gonna we're gonna be close, like you said. We're we're gonna we're gonna compete. We're gonna be close because the talent gap between us and Dallas isn't it isn't you know it isn't a large it isn't a large differential. But I think at the one position, which is quarterback, and just the the level of comfort that Dak has in his offense, rather than you know to Sam Darnold, who's still you know who's still playing within a new offense, who's still we're still having we still we still have the training wheels on Sam Darnold to to, to this point, and, and and it's just a game where I don't I don't think that. I'm just not. I'm not comfortable yet to saying I'm ready to take the train with off of Sam Darnold and say, "Hey, look, you gotta just go play. You gotta just go play. You know, backyard football and just sling it around thirty to forty times." I don't really want to do that because I don't think that that plays into what he does well. Which what he's done well thus far is take care of the football. And the more times I've seen him have the football in his hands, we've gotten away with some fumbles, especially especially against uh, Houston Houston this past week. I just don't want to see the ball in his hands too often to the point where we start to see the turnover machine start to generate. That's kind of, that, that that's my biggest fear. And I think Dallas will be the team that could get us get us out of our comfort zone and make us have to stretch the ball down the field continuously. And with that offensive line, I just don't see and Dallas is talented enough on that defense to take to take advantage of a weak offensive line that we have. Definitely. I echo all your thoughts there. And um it's just gonna be you know, we're just gonna have to wait and see. How, how we do, how Darnold feels without McCaffrey is going to be something to look at going forward now without him. And, you know, we'll see how we do against Dak. So sure. um, that's all for me. Um, I, you know, I, I was really happy with the winning against on Thursday. Start 3-0, and so I'm riding high right now. But um, we'll sure. see what happens with it. Hey, man, look, y'all, look, everybody be reminded of this. We are the leaders of the, of the NFC South. No, we don't matter how long this lasts, enjoy it because <laughs> – Damn it, we don't know if we'll be the leaders of this division for much longer. But it's been Shantice. It's been Tyler Haberski. You've been listening to the P1N Network, the P1N Panther Nation podcast. And look, wow.